Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Benjamin Moore and Sherwin-Williams. What happened? Okay, so uh, I've been a painter for 24 years. And um, anyway, so I had a conversation with my wife one day. It's like, I want to be a cop. And so I uh, had an opportunity to be a reserve officer. So I'm actually a fully certified police officer with my local department. Um, there's about eight officers. And um, I get to patrol by myself, fully certified. And with the systems that I have in place, I don't get to work in the field. I don't have to work in the field very often. So I get to um, be, be an officer in the evenings whenever I want to. So it's pretty cool. But anyways, I had this one guy, Chris, working with me. Um, really, really good guy. He was with me for about six years. I actually got him from sort of a halfway house. He got clean. He was on drugs. Uh, but he got clean for like six years, was an all-star painter, put him in my rent house, was perfect. And one day um, he brings this girl living with him and she got him into all kinds of trouble. And long story short, he ended up getting back into drugs and I tried to get him some help. And he just he he refused and ended up having to fire him on a Thursday morning. And I was so upset I just went to work and then I got a call from my sergeant at the PD and says, Hey, um, our other sergeant is sick. Can you work tonight? And I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, yeah, I need to get my mind off of what happened. And so I'm patrolling at night and I get a call on the radio that says, Hey, there's this guy driving a red Ford fusion and he's talking to the trees at the Jiffy trip. And I was like, Oh no, this is my guy. And Oh, I was so, so humiliated. So I, I go out there to the Jiffy trip. It gets worse. He is, he's high and he's talking to the trees. He's wearing, he's still wearing my watermark hoodie. So I'm arresting a guy that I just fired earlier that day. And he's wearing a watermark hoodie. These two troopers show up to my scene and troopers never show up to my scene. And I don't even know this guy. His name's Josh Kelly. And I'm like, hey, dude, um, I just fired this guy earlier this morning. I need to have you do the SFSTs because I don't want this thing to fall apart in court. And so that was that was my biggest, craziest thing that's ever happened to me as a cop and as a business owner. So that's that was wild. <laughs> you had to arrest a guy you just fired. By raising hands, who, who's had a guy they fired they would have liked to have? Been able to arrest. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they run off with your tools. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> that was awesome, Carol. Thank you. I'm Prith Fever County, and we've got recruiting best practices, pain and training resources, and a bear pro sweepstakes coming your way in this PCA minute. It's recruiting season. If you're wondering where all the good candidates are, we got you covered. There's an entire section on PCA Overdrive dedicated to hiring, recruiting, and retention. Curated from your favorite podcasts, expo sessions, and virtual events, you'll learn to hire and keep rock stars in your company. 
Just look for the hiring, recruiting, and retention lane on PCA Overdrive. Get your crew field ready faster with PCA's Painter Training. PCA Overdrive provides free access to Painter Training videos in English and Spanish. Our training portal offers a more in-depth learning experience through a guided pathway. Each module has an assessment and certificates are awarded at the completion of each level. To learn more, go to pcapaintad.org training. Finally, enter for a chance to win the Bear Pro Painter Sweepstakes. Price includes $5,000 worth of Bear, Kills, Graco, and 3M products. Visit pca.so slash Bear Pro Sweepstakes to enter now. Hello and welcome to the DYB podcast. Now, we all know how hard it is to grow a business, and it's much harder growing it alone, but you don't have to. In this special episode, you get to experience what it's like to be a member of a DYB mastermind group, thanks to Mastermind Group 11, the Intercontinental Mastermind Group, members from the U.S., Canada, and Australia. And they've all agreed to uh, share the experience with you. Mastermind Group is a peer-to-peer group that meets every other week over a Zoom call. A mastermind group that shares struggles along with your wins, helping you to double your business faster. So without further ado, let's get this road on the show. Hello and welcome to MG11, the Intercontinental Mastermind Group. <laughs> yeah. Our mission is to build profitable businesses so that we can have financial freedom, time for our families, and make an impact in our communities. Let's kick it off with some big wins. Scott, would you lead the way, please? Okay, big wins. This week, it's been a good start to the week. I know it's only Tuesday, but yesterday we uh, we rolled in with uh, our, our first Google review of the week. Hope to get a few more, get those numbers, and get that Google juice growing. Um, also, met a client who had called me out of the blue last week, set them up on my emails, and went in to do the estimate. Turns out I did work for them in 2008, and I'd forgotten over the last decade and a bit. And so I sold that job on the spot, sold a three grand job on the spot, left with a check. So that's um, that's a big win for. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Awesome sauce. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, uh, Bryce. <clears throat> we had a guy who used to work with us several years ago reach back out and say, "Hey." Um, I just left the company I was with and I was looking for a job and I thought about you guys. And so what's awesome about that is we got him back in and he's already a leader. He's already knows my system and it was just seamless. We got him right in and it was just like, here's your toolbox. Let's get back to work. And so we got a really, really good all-star on staff again. I'm very excited about that. Yes, sir. That is awesome. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's sometimes the guys who come back end up being some of the best guys. So now they realize like what they what they really had, you know. So glad to hear that. Thank you, Bryce. Sonia, big wins. Um, I I applied the um, the interview um, system for the crew that um, contract we contracted a new um, um, crew for like habits and so forth, and so. Um, just like Bryce, they're, it's been so easy with them. They've been picking up on the paint. They've been like doing everything, everything, everything. And I'm just sitting back, you know, trying not to micro, you know, not try to, you know, try to interfere. And it's been wonderful. I'm like so excited. And we, I gave, um, we were able to, um, I put them on this new project that we earned. That was a, it's an RV. <laughs> it's a nice, it's a nice win. I mean, it was, I mean, it's all woodwork. And so I had to do it like I did like a cabinet um, job and plus the interior paint and it, it's 
I'm just excited about how that went. That went really well. And thank you for that system. Systems work. <laughs> and if you followed this, especially, yeah. Okay, fantastic. Thank you, Sonia. That was pretty cool. Steven. Last week, I mentioned to you guys on uh, like Thursday, I was interviewed by an apartment complex that's 3,000 units. We submitted all our paperwork and were approved to roll. So that's good. We're starting out with uh, our first 3,000 3, units. units. Each building has 1,000 units. It's crazy. I looked at this. I started crying. I'm like, thank you, Lord. But it happened. Or it's happening. I can say that. We got our yeah. first travel being here this week. Microwave one okay. units is behind me. So we had to pick up a new microwave for the unit to install. So it's nice. It'll be a nice shot for us. That's a huge win. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you. Back to Daryl. Big wins, Daryl. Yeah. Um, well, my, my Google um, reviews have been really working. I had a, I was in Rotary yesterday and I, my wife and I shared the business phone. I happened to have it yesterday. So I checked my voicemail when I got out my truck and this lady's on the, on the message. She's like, yeah, I'm just trying to get someone to give me a bid on my fence. And she wasn't mean. And I called her back and I said, okay, before, before we talk about your, your job, I can tell by your voicemail, you've called several people, haven't you? <laughs> she says, yes. She goes, I can't get anybody to answer their phone. And, she, and she's from California. I saw her, uh, her area code. And so I was asking her questions about that. And so anyways, I started talking to her about this group here. And I said, you know, I've got a, I got a business coach. We do a mastermind. I'm, I'm the only guy with a website. She's like, yes, I've noticed that. She's like, that's so crazy. But uh, anyway, so I've already built a tremendous amount of rapport with her, and I'm meeting with her today to look at a job. And then a job that I'm doing right now um, is my first official job that I got that was from Facebook. It was kind of weird. but And she's a raving client already, so we're going to do another job for her in a couple of weeks. So. Yes. Okay. That's awesome, Daryl. Way to go, buddy. Fantastic. All right. Back up to Canada. The caffeinated Canadian painter, Craig. Big wins. Um. I guess the biggest win this uh, this past uh, couple of weeks is uh, did job costing for the last six weeks and profitability has been pretty good over the last six weeks. Much, much better than earlier in the year. So that mm. is a big win. Fantastic. Way yeah. to go and way yeah, to yeah. stay on top of job costing. That is key number one for profitability, controlling profitability. Way to go. All right. Isaac, good morning. Big wins. Good morning. Yeah, so Rotary just continues to be a good move for me. And it seems like everywhere in town, I'm seeing people from my Rotary group. And last week, it just so happened that my Sherwin-Williams rep called me up and said, hey, would you be interested in doing any charity work? And I said, yeah, what do you got going on? And uh, there's this group called 2 by 4s for Hope that builds tiny homes for um, disabled veterans. And so they had built a home just about 20 minutes away from me. And so I grab my sprayer and head down there and uh, knock it out in just a few hours. And it just so happens that the guy from Rotary is there that I hadn't had the chance to meet yet. So, uh, hey, I recognize you. And so we got to talking. Well, turns out he works for the newspaper and uh, <laughs> turned into a, a newspaper ad for me. And I told him, like, hey, uh, definitely don't need it. Uh, I appreciate it. But. I didn't think that he was going to put me in, but I just had Rotary again yesterday. He said, hey, I got you in there. And um, yeah, so that was really cool. I was listening to you talking about how just different random things will turn into a newspaper article. I'm like, hey, we're heading in a good direction. So yeah, that was really <laughs> yeah. cool. 
Yes, yes. And it was, in fact, it was through contacts through Rotary that helped yeah. us to land so many articles in the newspaper. Wow, uh, that's fantastic. Um, the good news is, like, you're doing it all the goodness of your heart, and look where it landed you, right? Yeah. Uh, now, if uh, make sure you follow up and send them a thank you card. For sure. That's a good idea. Okay. All right. Right on, Isaac. All right. Down Under with Rob v- v- V. <laughs> Rob V, yeah. Rob V, the only one wearing a jacket because it's winter. <laughs> um, so big win for me. It's always like, Scott, when you do work for a previous customer and you go and bid on some work for them and, um, you know, you don't even have to present the price. You've got the job. It's, it's a formality and it's always a good thing uh, when a customer goes, don't worry about that, when can you start? And so uh, that was my big win, and and very uh, warm the uh, warm the heart to have such a clean and and smooth process. So that's good. Indeed, fantastic. All right, way to go, Rob. Thank you. And Brandon? Um, a lot of good things going on, but something I'll say is um, since we we integrated Nice Job into our um, review process, and since March, I've gotten 24 five-star reviews. Wow. Sweet. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Just about two months, we've gotten 24. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well done. Well done indeed. All right, let's kick it off with one thing. This is one thing we get to brainstorm for you, such that might make everything else easier and or unnecessary. Who'd like to lead? All righty, Bryce. Thank you. Go for um, it. Right now, we're trying to we're we're trying to focus on onboarding because we're we've we've started Indeed up and we're starting our interview process up, and it's like uh, I feel like the dog who's chasing something, and I'm like, okay, once I get it, what are we gonna do with it? So what have, what have been the best tactics that you guys um, have figured out for onboarding new guys and good gestures or um, ways to start the relationship where you start on a strong foot? Ooh, good question. Okay. Onboarding new employees. Go ahead, guys. Um, I've talked about this in the past. I think it's in the DYB Cafe. And I'm going to say it's Mark Black from Men in White Painting. And I... I can't find it again, but he had this great process. It was about a three-page document that was, I think, in the mastermind section in the cafe, and he talked about how, you know, he'd bring them into the shop and he would have lunch with them and there'd be a formal process with the office manager, but then he would have a one-on-one lunch with them. And then I can't remember the rest of the document for the life of me, but it's a really, really, really good document. And it's uh, his process is second to none. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's 
Yeah, do it's that. really good. It's really, really good. Any other thoughts for Brace? Yeah, I was going to say we um, we recently did a group onboarding with our the last four employees that we brought in, and one of the things that I did is I had like a, a thing to work through, which was getting them all onboarded into our payroll system, um, and and then I went through our tech stack. Um, so all of the different tech that we used, I had them all, you know, get their phones out, make sure that we got into, um, you know, all of our different um, tech that we use. Won't list them out for, for this, but train them on how to use each one. And then after that, I had them um, get onto our CRM and onboard them into that, get them integrated with how to use the schedule and see their jobs and scope of work, job forms. Uh, and then we would walk through the entire employee policy manual together, um, going through like what expectations are here at our company, um, just working through it, not necessarily reading it word for word, but going through each section and paraphrasing it uh, with the guys, making sure that they understand the expectations and then going over KPIs. So I have, you know, just it's like a three page document for each um, uh, different uh, person that I'm hiring, you know, each position and go through the KPIs, um, which is basically, you know, hey, here's your job. This is what you're going to do. This is what's expected of you. Uh, and then I would end it with just our interior painting process and our exterior painting process and walking them through it step by step and how we show up to a job, how we interact with a customer, how we perform the job, and then how we leave the job and finish it out. Fantastic. Can, taking notes. can I just add one thing as well? I, mm -hmm. I think uh, one of the secret sauces to onboarding is uh, when your current employees um, reinforce uh, the, all the processes or processes as you Americans like to call them. Um, <laughs> so like if, for example, <laughs> so for example, if, if you're trying to get them to be on a certain app and your employees, your current employees say, ah, you don't have to worry too much about that. They'll, they'll listen to the current employees. Whereas if they reinforce, like, you know, you better be on time because he's, He's serious when he says that, uh, you know, that you'll, you'll get three chances and then you'll be gone. If, if they're reinforcing stuff like that, then that carries so much, uh, so much more weight. So uh, I think a lot of the onboarding process has to deal with um, having good culture and making sure that the current employees are, are reinforcing, uh, reinforcing that because, I don't know, it's just human nature, like, People listen to, you know, their fellow employees more than they listen to the boss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, indeed. Great point, Craig. Thank you. Well, speaking of Craig, you're up. Uh, I guess this is this is kind of a fun one. Uh, we're up to 93 Google reviews, uh, so I want to do something special when we hit 100. Okay. Uh, so. And there's that uh, there's that alarm that I oh, talked yeah, about. Yeah, couldn't even hear it. Just give me a second. Okay. We'll come back to you, Craig. Sonia. Okay. Well, my my situation is on scheduling, but um, I feel like um, just with the whole 
I'm because I'm a little newer in this, and I've um I mean I've been in the community, but you know taking bits and pieces. But I feel like that squirrel from Ice Age that was like. Did you want to so, chime in? <clears throat> yeah, no, no, no. I thought put your hand up. So I, I think, uh, it's been something I've been working on a lot is um, trying to get into a set of routines. And then um, one thing, so like I call, you call it like your workday startup ritual, right? Where I have a whole list, mine has seven items on it, and it starts with like, hey, like, and I get my full focus planner out, and then we're like, hey, we check the Google calendar, we check our job schedule, we make sure that there's no surprises or anything, you know, that we had forgotten about. Um, as soon as we get, I get that done, then it's like, all right, now I'm going to respond to any emails that needed to be responded to, get them checked off the list. Then I'm going to pull out my phone. I'm going to make sure I'm updated on all the text messages. Then we move um, forward. Any pending estimates that haven't been sent, if I didn't send them on a spot, they need to be finished and sent out. Then any materials that need to be done, we're going to go ahead and order those materials. Um, then we'll do the job costing updates. And then finally, you update your monday.com or whatever your production software is. After you've got that done, then you have time for actually working on implementing DYB system stuff or implementing stuff that's actually in the functioning of the business, working on the business. Um, for me, I think the best thing to do though is I have to get all of those, I have to get all of the operational things out of the way first. And that way I find that I'm not chasing things all the way around. Cause otherwise say if I didn't do all that, and then I start my day by trying to implement a big shiny thing that's going to be awesome and help change the game. But then I forgot all of the operational things inevitably in the middle of my big brainstorm where I'm like, yes, we're going to we're going to do this and we're going to do this. All of a sudden I get a phone call and I'm like, oh, oh, we forgot about that. Oh, man. And then I got to stop and call the paint store or do whatever. And so that's my advice there. It's like you got you got to go ahead and get all of the operational stuff out of the way. Mm -hmm. Make sure everybody's set and settled. Make sure the day's about to start. And then you can start a separate jam session where you're like, all right, I'm going to implement this new thing. We're going to work on our standards or operating procedures or whatever. Yes, that's fantastic, Bryce. So to follow up with what Bryce is saying, when and then when it comes to, okay, what system or strategy do I want to implement next? Write down this question. This is, um, you, you've heard us say it often. It's from Gary Keller's book, One Thing. And I'll, I'll say it slowly so you can write it all down. And what you do is you get your list of all your projects that you want to do. And then you ask yourself this question. What is the one thing that I can do such that by doing it will make everything else easier and or unnecessary? Easier or unnecessary. Okay. It's written up on my wall right there. Yes. Yes, sir. Right on the wall. Yeah. You know, Sonia, um, I, I'm sure most of you are familiar with Brian Tracy, but he's got a book, and I think it's a program as well called Eat That Frog. And that book has, has done a lot for me, you know, <clears throat> getting getting some of those bigger tasks out of the way. That way you can concentrate on the things that you really need to get done. Because for me, like I'm trying to figure out this QuickBooks thing, um, 
and and I, my mind is racing on several other things. Well, no, I've got a I, my mind is just on QuickBooks. I'm working with Ron on that. I've I've thrown everything else aside until I nail that. I'm eating that frog so that way I can concentrate on these other little things. And so Brian Tracy's eat that frog is is really good. Okay, great, thank you. Um, something that Steve brought up in our one to one recently was the Eisenhower matrix, which I've found really helpful. And so it's four quadrants and, you know, the first quadrant, priority one, priority two, priority three, and four. The first one are things that need to be done that day. The second one, you know, they tend to be things that can be done um, the next day or so. Priority three, probably the next week. And then priority four is uh, delegate, basically. And so I have ADD, full disclosure, and so I've been working with an app called Todoist, which I think Steve put me on ages ago, but I rediscovered. And you can actually prioritize tasks with that app. Uh, and so you can have priority one to, to through to four, basically. So things that need to be done that day. The beauty is that having ADD, my mind is very porous. So things come into my mind and then disappear as quick as they come in. So... I need to grab those things when they come into my mind so I can quickly talk it on my phone, put it straight into my Todoist app, and if it has to be done that day, give it a priority. Um, I find the Todoist app on my phone is really good because it also gives you uh, a geographical thing. So when I get to this location, it'll pop up with a notification saying, hey, you're at this address. You need to remember to do this thing. So I find it very helpful with the way that my brain works, um, crossing over with the Einstein matrix and using that in the Todoist uh, has been helpful. I've been doing it for a few months now and it's it seems to be working for me, but I do like what Bryce does, which is also an ADD thing. Yeah, a launch thing, a launch process that you'll have in the morning is an ADD thing that I find as well, works as well. All right. Thank you, everybody. Let's circle back to Craig. Craig, I believe, is how to celebrate the 100th Google review. Is that where? That's, uh, yeah, that's correct. So I was, I was going to do bonuses, but uh, if anybody has a way to dress it up, uh, more balloons, T-shirts, um, you know, feel, feel free. Feel free. I'm all ears. Wouldn't do bonuses, uh, but I would do quality time together, an event together. And then if you really want to knock it out of the park, this is the best thing you can ever do for your team. And that is make a list of your team and then um, find a unique quality about them, something special. What is their unique superpower? What is their habit that just crushes it? And invite their families to this get together. And when you get an opportunity, go around to each person on your team. And if they have children, speak to their children in front of their spouse and let them know, hey, do you know that your dad is the most prompt person we have on our team? Like he is on time every time. He is one of our strongest leaders. Your dad is one of our superheroes. I like that. This is the best thing you could ever do for your team is to praise them in front of their family, to their children. In front Sounds of their like spouse. it's a cookout. <laughs> hey there i bet business is probably picking up for you right now and things are feeling good 
and using the right tools like Estimate Rocket can help keep it that way. Estimate Rocket offers professional estimates and proposals with digital signature, single source work orders for the entire team, lead to paid job management, full scheduling tools with mapping and time tracking, automated email campaigns, invoicing that exports to any accounting system, and deep data analysis reports. Go to EstimateRocket.com for a free 30-day trial to see if Estimate Rocket is a fit for you. Yeah. Any other thoughts for Craig, guys? I'd probably do that and then um, celebrate it with large on all socials. Yeah. Get as much. I've, um, I saw um, Jeremy from GLS did a cookout, and at the cookout, he also did free paint giveaway where any extra paint that they had laying around in the shop, anything like that, <clears throat> you know, they just brought it out and kind of labeled it and let people know like, Hey, you got some trim paint over here. Got some wall paint over here. Do you want some free paint? You know, and try to get, make it something where it's not just the guys, like you're trying to include the community. And, you know, um, one thing, this is just something um, I've recently like decided to allow Facebook into my contacts and now as a general rule, anytime somebody is suggested and I know that we've done business together or I've done an estimate for them or this, that, and the third, I just add friend. And all of a sudden, it's been awesome. I've had a lot of clients who've re-engaged and have been like, oh my gosh, you guys have been really busy. This looks great. And um, trying to get some of them to that same cookout would be really killer. Oh, yeah. So here we go. Hold on. Watch this, Rob. Step back. <laughs> 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 So that's awesome, Craig. Step nine is so easy to stay up in mind as well. Uh, everybody's all right. Fantastic. Thank you all. Let's, nice. um, Thank you. Stephen, you're up. Um, so as, as we spoke last, oh, nice sorry. Loud, as we spoke last week, I stopped buying leads, which to me blew my mind. I was panicking, but I have more free time now. So I need to organize my time better to get new business. You know, um, this three thousand, this three thousand unit apartment complex I got from an attorney from the network group, who uh, just he hooked me up, and um, so that was one of the things I did. And I just keep going back through people in my networks and kind of calling them out, asking for business, which I never did. So, but I'm doing it now, and uh, I got a full book. Everything's I'm awesome. filled. I can't a maximum capacity right now. We're running hard, which is good. So, but I just need to know how to organize my time. Okay, better. so. Um, we're doing note cards, which I haven't done yeah. in a while. Um, what else could I be doing? Mm -hmm. Okay. So just uh, let me reframe this for everybody in case the audio was low. Uh, Steven uh, came into DYB and he was paying, and I, and I forget, uh, somewhere between five and 10000 maybe some months, $7,000 7, a month 000, on yeah. paid leads. And he quit. Yeah. And uh, he's implementing the system. He's networking. He's following up. And so not only does he... Uh, uh, not only is he saving, you know, five, seven, ten thousand dollars a month pure profit in his pocket, but he's not running around with his head cut off chasing C and D leads anymore. And he's landing these high quality jobs. So his question is, well, what do I do with my time? <laughs> he's making <laughs> money and he's got plenty of time. So what do you guys uh, think? Rotary. B and I, rotary. <laughs> yeah, Gerald says For, double team. down on the networking. <laughs> Golf course. That would, that would be what uh, I'd do. I'd join uh, any groups. civic organization you could possibly join. Yeah. I, I'm in five right now. It's, I think that's enough. Because um, you just – I just – He's in five, five right people, now. Five <laughs> groups. Yeah, there's a lot of people in there. So I'm just going to yeah. focus on the people that I know have the business and can throw me the business. Mm -hmm. That's it. Community spotlights. 
It's time to fire up community spotlights, start interviewing people in your network, yeah, five to 10 minutes, and then introduce them to your network, email them to your customers as ABAs, right? Hey, I don't know if you're in the market for uh, a roofer, insurance. I just interviewed so-and-so. If you'd like to see it, you can check it out here. And then you send that video to the person you interviewed and said, here, you know, you could share this with your network. Let them know that you were just featured on the Community Spotlight. And in return, they reciprocate and share, introduce you to their network. So it's a multiplier for you. Or do, um, do, this, do the Seth Peak, you know, do those Facebook Lives, turn up to jobs. And um, I, I don't know if you've seen them before, but it, they're ridiculously simple. And uh, he just turns up, turns Facebook Live on, says, hey, we're doing this job in, you know, name a suburb or an area, walks around the job, talks about the colour, says hello to one of the guys. It's, they're, yeah, you've got to see them. They're ridiculously simple. And um, I'm so envious that uh, I keep forgetting to do them. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> It, they are ridiculously simple, and I recall that that was the only thing that made Seth double, triple, quadruple his business. Yeah. It was a big factor. And they're just you, – you look at them and you go, they're nothing special. They are seriously nothing special at all. No high production values, no Oscar-winning acting, Nothing. Yeah, very simple. Very basic walk around. Yep. We're in this town. We're painting this house. You know, the camera's on it. This is the color. This is the red team. This is blah, blah, blah. Simple. And the ladies, they love it. Okay. Thank you. There we go. All right. You're welcome. So, Super Scott, you're up. Super Scott. Um, things are – I'm – very like much like Sonia, I, I I tend to get scattered and, and chase the uh, the shiny objects at least once or twice a week. I'll, I'll sit down and and write out a list and prioritize and go down and start banging off the list, or I just get completely overwhelmed. But um, things are going well right now. We're booked out into August. Um, my big push right now is I, after talking with Mike Williams, I'm making some changes. I'm redoing my website, uh, trying yes. to massage it. Gave me a lot of great pointers. So and then. Um, Something I've been working for years is the Google review, so now I'm jumping on that too. And uh, um, yeah, trying to get more social proof. So yeah, it's uh, it's going well. Okay, right on. So Google reviews, and then the ultimate social proof are video testimonials, right? Yeah, that's the next uh, next uh, nut to crack. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Thoughts for Scott? No, that's really good, Scott. I mean, me and my local area, I'm doing things that nobody else is doing, and it's a lot simpler for me because I got a website. <laughs> nobody else is doing that. <laughs> that's unreal. But, but but you would you would be amazed. I mean, I get people coming from uh from these big cities moving into our little town of Ponca City with thirty less than thirty thousand people, and they talk to me, you know, and I tell them some of the things that I'm doing. I'm telling them to scope out my Facebook and my website, and tell them how they can uh. They can book online and, and they can, I got a QR code and they're like, nobody else has that, you know, and it's, it's simple. Do what nobody else is doing yeah, yeah. Um, and do it better. And when they're, you know, if somebody is doing a website, um, have it phenomenal. I mean, Mike Williams is amazing. He reaches out in his automated email um, uh, probably every other month for a strategy call. And we just change some photos around and, and, and add some photos and, 
Um, I think in September, I'm going to start marketing for interior on my website, you know, and so direct people to that. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. No, it's easy for me because I'm in a small town. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm in a bigger area, but uh, yeah, it's it's the videos like like Seth. I'm trying to, you know, duplicate that and it's uh, getting a lot of traction. I'm getting a lot of comments. I bet nobody else is really doing that in your area, though. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So do that. <clears throat> so, okay. I'm shaking it's it like up. Pantene. It will happen, but not overnight. That's it's right. a slow build, right? <laughs> you know, actually, Rob mentioned Seth with his videos. Has anybody seen Scott crushing it with his videos recently? He's got like picture and picture walkthroughs, and I'm texting, I'm messaging him like, how did you do that? You know? <laughs> Mo- Multiple cameras at the same time. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. We have the technology. There it is. There it is. That's awesome. Fantastic. Thank you, Scott. Isaac, you're up. Hey, hey. Um, so I hired for character awesome. and known him for years. Um, first employee and super hard worker. But something that slipped through the cracks was um, he's been struggling with like using hard drugs. Mm. And... It affected him showing up um, right at the beginning. And basically, I had it set that he was going to start on a certain day. And then he's like, hey, um, just for some extra money, is there any way that I could start early and just help you out? Um, And you just pay me cash before um, you start on the official payroll. And I let him and the first day was fine. And then the next two days he had used drugs and then had a rough night or whatever, and then didn't show up when I went to pick him up. And we had a long chat about what he wants out of his future. And I guess that he had gone, been clean for like four years and then girlfriend broke up with him. She got pregnant and then all these other bad things happened. And at his previous job, there were some people there that used those drugs and um, he fell back into it. And so I'm like, really, I looked up this rehab program. Um, it's called Teen Challenge that I told him would be a good idea. And he's like, I just, I, I think that would be, but I just think that I could do it on my own again. Um, and so we kind of wrote up an agreement of, Hey, you show, uh, I'm basically keeping him accountable. And he, he made this personal agreement that if he broke it two times, then he would go away to this place. And I think that he is 24, 25 year old kid, um, looks up to me and, uh, really trusts me. And it's kind of more open and vulnerable with me than he is with most people in his life. Hasn't even told his family what's going on. So I feel like I have an ability to really help him. But at the same time, I'm like just now starting to really grow my business. And I'm nervous that um, this whole situation would poorly affect that. But I don't want to be selfish with this opportunity to help somebody. So I just don't know. I don't know whether to keep giving him chances or whether that would hurt him more um, or whether to just play out. I basically have a two week trial period where um, I'm going to kind of hold off on like officially onboarding with everything. I will to some extent, but see if he abides by this two week agreement that he wrote up. And if he does, 
I mean, he's a great worker when he shows up. Nice kid, great heart. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? Well, I can tell you, Isaac, I've been in that boat a few times with this, with Chris, um, the guy that I ended up arresting. But um, I learned when I got to DYB that um, don't I don't treat my I don't treat my team members like family. I treat them like team members because family is hard to fire. And team members, you you build each other up. You do what you can, um, but there's there's a there's a, a there's a ceiling to what you're going to do. And with Chris, I offered him Teen Challenge. I was going to even though they do it voluntarily, uh, Teen Challenge. You know they they'll do um, off of donations. I was I was going to pay for this 13 month program for Chris, and he didn't want to do it, and that's why I fired him. I was like, I'll, I'll do this for you. It's either you want it or you don't. And believe me, it breaks. It broke my heart to have to fire Chris. Chris and I were close, but for the for the sake of the rest of my team, I had to let him go, and I've been better for it. Um, so I know this guy's new, but he's a team member. He's not family. Um, we care about him. You can help him outside the business, and then if something changes and comes back in, that's fine. But he's a team member. Go ahead, Rob. So I agree wholeheartedly with that, and I've you know had issues with that that little wall that you put up between um, yourself and and team members. You know, sometimes it gets a few holes in it. Uh, I'd be careful of um, you know we have an expression called "It's not your dog to walk." So his problems you don't want to become your problems. Um, I will borrow something from AA. Uh, at the start of each meeting, no, I'm not an alcoholic. I haven't had anything to do with it, but I've had people that are close to me that have been involved with the program. At the start of every meeting, they do a thing called the serenity prayer. The serenity prayer basically says, have the strength to understand the things that you can change, the things that you can't, and the wisdom to know the difference. I think if you sat this guy down and said, all right, man, what are the things that you can change? Write them down. The problems that you've got and what are the things you can change and what are the things you cannot change and you must learn to accept, right? Because, you know, let's be honest, half the time people fall into drug use because they're self-medicating, right? And, and they might be running away from problems. But half the time, and the beauty of groups like this, can I say, is sharing problems and understanding if you sat this guy down and said, let me list out these problems and, you know, let's see the things that we can change and see what we can do about them and the things we cannot change and how can we learn to accept those things, right? I think that clarity sometimes is very powerful and very strong, right? And then much like what Daryl was doing, I mean, that process, I think, half the time you send somebody to rehab or to AA or, NA, it's it's really understanding what the problems are that are leading you towards this pathway of self-medication, right? So I think if you can focus on the underlying issues and find a way forward from that process, I think that's going to be a powerful thing. And then again, it's not your dog to walk, exactly what Daryl was saying. At the end of the day, if this guy chooses a path, that's out of your control. That is one thing that you cannot change and you need to learn to accept. Appreciate that. Yeah, you can't walk their dog. Sorry, Bryce, go. 
I, uh, two things out of it. One is, and this is just from personal experience, if I could redo the last nine years of my life, the number one thing that I would change is I would, I would take it much more seriously when people are not ready to be employees at my company, and I would let them go a lot faster. I have wasted years of my life chasing people around, um, you know, trying to solve their problems, only for them to, only for me to realize that I've enabled them, and I have created nothing but a monster because I have allowed them to violate boundaries repeatedly, and. To, one thing is, for one, I just this is a, a slightly separate piece of advice. Your first hire needs to have his own vehicle. He must have his own transportation. You can't go get him. Okay. And I, I say that from experience because that is one of the biggest time wasters you're going to find is going and having to go pick somebody up. That's just one. The next thing is, is that you're, you, you and I are empathetic people, right? And I constantly, I want to, I want to save people. It's a one, it's a big problem. It was a big problem for me, not only in hiring, it was a problem in sales where you get, you know, the, the little old lady who calls you over and goes, I just need this bathroom painted and I ain't got no whole lot of money. And then what turn, you know, then I'm like, oh, okay, you know, well, you know, we'll get a couple hundred bucks. We'll come and paint this bathroom, which turns into three and a half days and a nightmare and a total, you know, waste of my time. And then at the end of it, you'd think that this person would say, oh man, I'm so grateful for all the hard work you've put in on this bathroom. And they go, well, it took you three and a half days. And they're not grateful. You know what I mean? They're not grateful at all. And the same deal with employees. And then on the other end, and I hate, I hate to say it, but um, I cannot, I have learned that I cannot trust people who are on the path of hard drugs. I just cannot trust them because you are inviting those employees into the most intimate spaces in people's houses. I joke with my clients. I'm like, what other, in what other profession do you find strange men in your bedroom? You know what I mean? And it's very, we're asking them to be very vulnerable with us in the sense that they're inviting us into their most intimate spaces. And so I can't sit here and think about, man, that guy, you know, is sitting here looking for any possible cash that he can get because at some point in time, the drug takes over and the wonderful, beautiful soul that we find and we've fallen in love with, or we've, you know, we want to save is not in charge and they're not running the show. So I, I would be very, very hesitant to really, especially with your first hire like this, I'd be extremely hesitant to afford many chances at all. Your first couple of hires need to be rock solid. They must be rock solid or you're going to end up chasing your tail. Okay. Appreciate this it. is fantastic feedback. And uh, everybody, thank you very much. Isaac, was this insightful for you? Yeah, very much. Okay. Thank you, guys. All right. Very good. You're welcome. Rob, you're up. I'm probably in a bit like Scott, I think. Um, you know, we've, we've got a good team, a couple of teams out there. Some new highs when I say that. Uh, people that have been with us probably a couple of months or more. So we're in that uh, we're in that massage stage. We're just trying to get our systems together and getting people up. I think uh, you know we're kind of onboarding. We're doing things. We're doing after action reports. You know, we're just in that process of getting things. Um, you know, uh, Mary Poppins getting to know you. 
I don't know. That was um, Sound of Music. Movie. Uh, sound of music. The sound of music. The sound <laughs> of music. Uh, that's what we're doing there. Um, so for me, it's it's just that process of uh, you know, chop wood, bring water. That's okay. what we're doing. Okay, okay, right on, right on. So doing the do, moving forward, um, everything's going smooth and uh, coming along. Okay, all right, right on. Doesn't get better than that. Brandon, you're up. Um. So. Recently, and I'm not sure if anybody will be able to speak to this, but uh, one of my lead painters, his uh, father-in-law is a project manager out at, um, I I live here near Kennedy Space Center um, and like Canaveral uh, Air Force Base, Patrick's Air Force Base. And anyway, his father-in-law is a project manager for a big GC that has a big contract out there. And... um, there are some private companies where like you have private work out there, which we're bidding on some of that. But then all of the stuff for Canaveral Air Force Base, Patrick's Air Force Base, NASA, all of that, it's it's government. So they have what's called Davis Bacon wages. Um, and I, it's basically like a government mandated minimum wage, um, which is like higher than what like standard um, pay is. Um my question is, um, has anyone dealt with that before? Know somebody you could like direct me to, um, because you have, to, I would basically have to like for those projects, pay my guys more, but then if they're on our residential projects, pay them, you know, the normal pay. Um, so I wasn't sure if anybody could speak to that at all, um, or have any feedback on taking on that kind of work. All I know is that I was on a job that required it, but I was working for a guy back when I first started. And the lady who kind of went around making sure everybody's getting paid what they should, he pretty much had me lie to her. <laughs> and so I don't know how many contractors get around like he did, but now that I look back, it was so sketchy. But uh, yeah, I don't know how. I think the guys who did pay, you just have to bid it super high to be able to pay the right wage. But that was my only experience with it. Does your business need more reviews? Nice job can help. Our reputation marketing platform automates review invites to save you time. Reviews are collected and distributed across major platforms such as Google, Facebook, and more. Turn your reviews into customer stories with photos that you can share across your social channels. Nice job allows you to manage all of this within our platform. Start your free trial today. Got it. Okay. Isaac Rub. So same, same, but different. Uh, I have a friend that uh, kind of works in our version of Florida, up north, Brisbane, and um, he does a lot of high-rise stuff, and he does stuff off ropes, right? So again. Guys that guys and girls that uh, hang off ropes and paint get paid a lot more than they would if they were working on terra firma. And so he ran or runs a resi repaint business, just like we all do. And what he found was that if there was nothing going on the high rise stuff, and he had the guys 
that were working on the high-rise stuff go and help the guys that were doing the Rizzy repaint stuff where they were getting paid a little less, you found that that was a very big problem in that they weren't getting paid, they weren't making bank, they weren't, they weren't printing Benjamins, as you guys call them, they weren't making cheddar, as you say, over there, and uh, that they were doing hanging off ropes, that they were, you know, working in Mrs. Smith's Rizzy repaint, he had a big problem with that because the guys just didn't want to do it and they made it painfully obvious that they didn't want to do resi repaint stuff when they're earning bank hanging off ropes off the side of buildings in Brisbane. So not saying that that's an issue, but that's an issue. I could definitely see how it would. They'd like get used to being out there and those projects aren't all, all the time. They're just like, you know, as they come, but um, I could see it being a problem where, you know, when they back to have and do the residential repaints, you know, they might get upset. So that's definitely a good. When everybody wants to be a space cadet, it could be a problem. <laughs> sure. So the yeah. inverse of this psychology is anytime they're not appreciating their job, go find some of the doggiest, cheapest work you can for a couple of days. That's it. Bryce has got ladies that need bathrooms done for 200 bucks. In his area. <laughs> yeah, for half wage, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott, were you, uh, I see a hand up. Were you going to try? Well, I just think we, we have some, I've heard of some similar stuff here, but I've also dealt with some union guys. I mean, and they make, you know, they make more bank than we do. Uh, I've been on some union sites and made some, you know, through the side door uh, to do some installations. And yeah, the money's phenomenal, but I think... I would stay away from it personally. I think it's just, it's a mental and a perception thing that the guys are just not going to be able to deal with in their headspace. And then just the complexity of itself, just you have to keep in mind that these jobs are different than these jobs and you're adding another layer. Um, you're adding another layer. I would, I like to keep a simple system, keep things running simple, keep everything steady. Uh, yeah. I think you're just opening up, up to a lot of possibilities here that you don't want to deal with. And, you know, whilst you're doing these jobs, you're probably missing out on, you know, the three Ps, right? So if these things don't fall in your three Ps, you're missing out on, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, so you're missing out on jobs that you otherwise could produce easily, um, you know, are profitable, and the guys know the process. You know, you're not climbing rocket ships um, or doing anything like that. You're just doing risky repaint stuff, right? So, um, you know, it's just rinse and repeat, baby, you know. It's like taking you out, out of, I guess, what Scott was saying. You're doing something that's different, right? And different may be an opportunity or it could be a disaster. You know, it could be something, you know, like me, I'm not going to go start painting condos. It's just not what we do. We're not set up for it. The guys don't like it. There's no benefit to my business. There's no relationship building or rapport I can build to a future customer that's going to refer and give me repeat business. It's just not part of my wheelhouse, three Ps, you know. And sometimes we see the cha-ching, you know, little little dollar sign sometimes, you know. And, hey, my, my life is full of the house and the hill story, which Ron shared many years ago. And, you know, I could, I, I'm not ashamed to say that it recently bit me on the, on the behind again. 
but it's it's it always catches you. We talked about it earlier in this meeting, the bright, shiny thing. Yes. The bright, shiny thing. Just to bring it home, yeah, you're absolutely right. So if we stick with our three Ps and we stay top of mind, we build that endless referral flywheel. These projects don't give us that. So we're playing the long game here. Yeah. Blast off in a different way, Brandon. Blast off in a different way. <laughs> yeah. Follow the system, follow the path. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that one because that's 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 a big one. Fantastic. All right. So now it's time to roll out with takeaways. Yes. Brace, would um, you lead the way, please? <clears throat> we need to uh, we need to we need to do group onboarding. I think that is a really, really good thing because then everybody gets to keep them. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets to hold each other accountable in trying to incorporate a company culture where everyone is holding each other accountable to the same standards. It's my big takeaway. Right on. Right on. Thank you. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Sonia. Um, the nice, um, the nice stick to the, um, a routine, you know, and, um, and don't try to eat the whole elephant at one time, just a little bite size and what you can handle. But main, you know, like what's, first of all, like, like what, um, Bryce was, um, mentioning as far as the list, you know, what to do in operations and then go, if you have, you know, you can do that, um, jam session. And then also I like the, the, um, I had, I remember the Eisenhower matrix, um, in the focus, um, book that I was reading, forgot what the name of that one is, but, um, that one, I was in lesson eight and I was like, Oh yeah, that is right. And so I can connect with that right now. And then the to do is, I say, okay. Um, cause I apps, I get all lost in them. Um, and so, um, so sticking to one, I can try, I can look into that one and say, Oh yeah. Cause there's a list of ADDA apps or all kinds of those things, but, but just the, just the grounding a little, I got grounded. Thank you. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you, Stephen. Um, so my takeaways were group onboarding. I really like that. I actually discuss a lot of things with my, my employees. We talk about everything. Um, so I like the group onboarding. I think that's uh, could be key. Keeping good people. Um, keeping it simple is great. I like mm-hmm. the thing, no car, no job. I'm not, tra- I'm not transporting people. And as far as people doing drugs in my, in my job place does not happen. I won't tolerate it. It sucks up too much time. So that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right on. Thank you. Craig. I think I have an event to plan for when we get our 100th Google review. And uh, thank you for all the suggestions about, you know, praising people in front of their spouses. There's no kids to praise in front of. Uh, one of my painters has one in the oven, but uh, uh, not, <laughs> not him, Talk but his baby. <laughs> what are your research out there, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, Craig, you're going to fly us all in for this uh, celebration, right? Uh I'm expecting an invite in my inbox, buddy. <laughs> well, see, it's, it's a long swim from Aussie, uh, Aussie land, isn't it, Rob? <laughs> right Isaac. Thank you, Craig. Yeah, I appreciate all you guys' info or input. Um, just remembering that he's not family and just being mm-hmm. really strong on my boundaries and, uh, and the no car thing, which unfortunately that slipped through too. And I think that it's probably just not going to be a good fit to start, um, growing in this, in this pattern. So that, um, definitely helps. And then the community spotlights, I'm really stoked about. Um, I think that you mentioning that again, refocuses that because I think that's huge. So no, I really appreciate everything. It was awesome. Awesome. 
Fantastic. Thank you, Isaac. Brandon. Uh, stick to the three Ps. Yes, sir. Way to be. Way to be. Awesome. Let's see here. Rob? You know, it's I say this every meeting, and it's, it's become uh, habitual, but it is really about communication and relationship building. Almost every issue raised this evening for me, if I can say, is about communication and relationship building, whether it be with an employee, a customer, a supplier, Cape Canaveral. It doesn't matter. It's about relationship building and communication. Right on. Right on. Thank you, Rob. Scott? Uh, Yeah. um, Great great meeting this morning. I've got a lot of notes here, but I think what I want to key in on for me is uh, my morning routine. I, uh, I used to be really diligent. Um, but I've let it slide. So I have to get back onto that and refocus with my focus planner to build my morning routine. That's, that's what I, yeah, that's my takeaway. Awesome. Right on. Thank you very much. Daryl, you opened us up with that awesome story. Why don't you close us out with your takeaways? Yeah, I'm kind of with Scott there. I have a lot of notes here, but, um, on onboarding, like what Bryce was talking about though, that's, that's kind of what I'm going to focus on, on really stepping up on what I'm doing. I've been doing pretty good, but I see a lot of improvements that can be made. So onboarding. I'm- Fantastic. Thank you. That's, that's very arresting, Daryl. I, I appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And thank you, MG11, for this special DYB podcast episode to give everybody a glimpse at all the awesomeness that you guys bring. Wanted to continue to encourage you all to dream big, hustle smarter, You've got this. Have a great day, everybody. All right. Be blessed. Thanks, guys. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.